Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Be sure to subscribe to The Kim Jacobs Show right on YouTube. Turn on your notification bell to all so you never miss a beat. And guess what? Every time you watch, you're going to receive a real relevant and relatable guest that's going to share with you a piece of the puzzle on this journey called life that will help you be able to manage just a little bit smoother. At the end of the day, the Kim Jacobs Show goal is to be able to provide balance to the world one household at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Kim Jacobs Show. I am so excited and honored to be here with you all today. Hello, all of you gentlemen and gentle lady over there. How are you all? (laughs) Glad to have you here today. And I am excited because today we're going to be talking with the authors of his, I know it's my walk past hell, but it's volume two, which is going to be talking about his walk past hell. And we have with us today the visionary herself, Dr. Yolanda Jerry. I'll put you up here, Dr. Jerry, and hold you to a higher esteem than myself, of course. So we have the visionary herself, Dr. Yolanda Jerry, here in the house. And so we're so excited to have you here with us. Very honored. And listen, as you all grab your virtual seats, what I want you to do is to tag your friends, invite them into today's discussion. Sometimes we get a, we oftentimes get a chance to hear from women about what we experience, our obstacles, things that we go through, our burdens, but we don't that often get the opportunity to hear from men. So when men get the, the chance to pour out in a very transparent manner, we want to listen, right? So make sure that you invite as many people as you can into today's discussion. And right after this commercial break, we're going to come back and hear from Dr. Yolanda Jerry herself. So we'll be right back. I'm attorney Kenneth D. Snow, and at the Snow Legal Group, justice is our job. For more than 20 years, attorney Snow has been fighting for justice and winning cases in the Carolinas by providing aggressive representation in criminal defense, domestic violence, family law, serious injury, and wrongful death. If you've been injured or lost a loved one in an accident, including tractor trailer or ride chair, you need the Snow Legal Group by your side. Fighting for justice and fighting for you. Visit SnowLegal.com. Call 704-358-0026 for a free virtual consultation. Located at 68. 27 Fairview Road, Sweet D in South Park. All right, everyone. And we are back with Dr. Yolanda Jerry and the men of my walk past hell. So let's go and learn right now about Dr. Yolanda Jerry herself. And I am excited because she is really all wrapped into one advocacy. Advocacy is the center of the heart of every philanthropist. Echoing that notion at its finest is the diversified professional, Dr. Yolanda Jerry herself. She's an international best-selling author, speaker, business guru, and CEO and founder of YJ Empowerment Solutions, LLC, and YJ Inspires. And these programs are multidisciplinary advocacy programs that are helped to 
help clients push beyond their past traumas. And that's so important because her show that she also has, which is the Dr. Yolanda Jerry show, also helps with that. She's affectionately known as the Empowerment Advocate. And I'm really honored to have her here today. We're going to talk more about some of the other things that she does personally so that we can learn more about her. But the day that she decided to leave her own self, she wrote, the day she decided to leave her compelling survivor's testament was so impressive that it was chosen and highly respected as a serial producer and screenwriter, Shonda Rhimes, picked that up, to be displayed in her online storytelling periodical column, Shonda Land in 2020. So we have a powerhouse here with us today, none other than Dr. Yolanda Jerry. How are you, Dr. Jerry? Good morning, Miss Kim Jacobs. I am blessed. I am well. How are you? I'm loving the glasses. I'm loving the glasses. Oh, these are some reading glasses. I don't have a choice, girl. <laughs> I know I'm reading all these bios. I was like, I know what I'm gonna have on this face today. <laughs> reading glasses. I'm 51. For those that need to know, I don't. I'm not ashamed of my age. 51. Can you believe it? You don't look it. You don't look it. I don't even know whether I look it or not, but I'm just happy to be alive, 51 <laughs> years old. So Amen. talk to us, Dr. Jerry. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I want to say thank you so much for not just having me, but the men of My Walk Past Hell Volume 2 on your show today. Um, it's an honor to be able to bless your platform. And hopefully um, there'll be a lot of takeaway and nuggets that the men will uh, pour out into other people. And I hope to inspire them to also become voices as well. Well, you're the visionary behind the international Amazon best-selling book, My Walk Past Hell. Here, I have a copy of it. Yes, if you don't have a copy, you need to definitely go and grab your copy and grab some tissue as well, because once you start reading this, you can't put it down and you have to grab some tissue because you're going to be crying a lot. But what Talk to us a little bit about that particular project, because I want people to know about My Walk Past Hell, even though we're talking with the men today as well. So my walk past hell, um, volume one was a um, a big a collaborative effort of thirty women who came together um, to to share their truth and share their story. But what I mean by truth and story, I wanted the real truth. You know, a lot of times, as I've mentioned before and in the past. People will sugarcoat their story and you can't help nobody heal when you're sugarcoating and downplaying what you've gone through. Yes, I can say I'm a survivor of domestic violence, but what did I truly have to endure, heal from it and overcome in order to be who I am today? And some people need to see that you don't have to be stuck in your past trauma. You can overcome and you can conquer just as long as you have faith and believe. You know, yes. I believe that we if we as women have been those examples for other women in the world, now it's time for the men to also be the same example for other men in the world. Excellent. Excellent. So that was going to be my next question. What inspired you to actually pull the men into this project? And was there anything specific that you said, OK, the men have to be in this? Well, it, I mean, it's just. Well, for one, the Lord was like, I ain't done with you. You got to you got to bring the men to the forefront, because, again, it goes back to, you know, I say when I grew up, the men were the ones who were out in the forefront, who are basically being the voice for the family or for people in general. But now you see, it seems like there's been a shift and the right. women are just coming out left, right, up, down, all around, you know, and now they're being more vocal. And you don't see as many men in the forefront. So now it's just time for the men to come beside 
the women yeah. in unity and show a united front and show that it doesn't have to be a man in the front. It doesn't have to be the woman in the front. It can be we up front leading together. Together. I love that. Together. Yes, ma'am. That's really good. Now you're very passionate about quite a few things that I see. I see you really heavily involved in your community, heavily involved in your relationship, heavily involved with your family. You wear a lot of different hats. Talk to us about some of the projects that you're most passionate about. Oh, we, let's see. Well, we already know number one is domestic violence. I advocate for domestic violence. Uh, victims. I advocate for those who have been victims of sexual assault. I am involved with the youth, those who have been bullied because my daughter was bullied in middle school. And now she's taken on that too as well, even in college. Um, and now I just added on um, human trafficking. I'm now a board member for uh, Jubilee Havens uh, because so much happens. And the reason why I've take that, taken that on too is because I, there's a uh, uh, children that I mentor here in the States, but not just here in the States, also abroad in Africa that I sponsor to put through school and the stories that I hear about human trafficking and the things that I have also seen, even just being, you know, in the military, being in Korea, I mean, human trafficking is real. Yes. So, um, Again, it's advocacy is one of those things that God has given me. And he said, look, this is your, this is what I'm giving you. And I'm and just taking a run with it. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it. Ever, it's been, been going really hard, especially since my father has left this world, because he was the one that gave me that extra push to say, hey, don't stop doing what you was doing. Uh, you know, I'll always be here. And so I'm a firm believer in that. So now everything that I do is inspired by my dad and also my mother as well. Yes, baby. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm excited and proud to know you. And I do know that you recently received this prestigious award. And so I would like for you to, first of all, know that we salute you and honor you in recognition of your Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. Tell us how it felt for you to receive that. Oh my goodness. Well, let's just say I was actually in the middle of an event for my carnival crew when I actually received that notification. You know me, I always got my phone in my hand. Everybody tell you because I, you know, I don't want to miss nothing important. And it was literally 11 o'clock that night around 11 something that night when I seen that email and I, fell forward at the table that I was sitting at. And of course, my sisters from my Carmel crew were like, who we need to get? You know, they think it's something that happened. Like, they, you know, they was like, who we need to go and run up on? And I'm like, no, it's not that kind of party. Because I was crying. I was literally, literally crying right there at the table. So they thought that something had happened and they had to go for someone. But I was like, no, this is tears of joy. I'm still, I was shaking. I couldn't even believe that I even received that notification. I had to pinch myself a couple of times and I was just like, you know what, to God be the glory because somebody sees everything that I'm doing. You know, this was not no self-nomination. I still really don't know who put the nomination in, but I am thankful and I'm, I'm very humbled by this and I'm honored. Well, we celebrate you today and we honor you and all of us. Put congratulatory messages over in the comments. I'll flood them into today's broadcast because this woman is a woman of honor and integrity and she is about her business. And I know you said your dad is no longer here on this earth, but you do have a young man that's supporting you on this journey and helping you find your sweet spot. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm excited about him as well. 
Absolutely. That's my boo. That's my bae. That is Pastor Frank Henderson. He is the lead servant for Epic Fellowship Church. He's also a financial expert. So he has his own business, Frank Henderson Financial as well. But most of all, he is someone who walks right beside me, not in front of me, not behind me, but right beside me and everything that we do with God in the midst. Awesome. And then I'll put this final picture up as well, because I think this kind of sums up some other important people in your life. Yes, that, is my, that is my daughter from left to right. That is my daughter. She is 21 years old, attending University of South Alabama, uh, majoring in nursing, senior year in college. Yes, I can't wait till it's over. Um, we also have my aunt Elizabeth, uh, my cousin Elizabeth. Um, she is the uh, daughter of my auntie Ellie, which I'll tell you about next. Um, but my mother is the one in the middle with the yellow on. My mother is Aww. 72 years young. Uh, I wish I can, I can only hope and pray that I look just like her when I get because oh, She still looks so youthful. And then her sister, which is my aunt Eleanor, she is 83. The one that's standing next to her, uh, with the hat, the fedora hat on and the wow. next to her. So that's three generations right there. Wow. Well, I don't get a chance to that often highlight you that much when I bring when you come on with all of the other authors. So I just wanted to take a moment today just to celebrate you. And I'm going to be putting all of these comments in, but thank you for being here. And thank you for the vision that God has put inside of you. I'm so excited and honored to know you. And I will pop some of these comments. Sometimes what happens is the show goes on and the comments are like, oh my gosh, they're at the end. And I'm, you said it at the beginning. So I'm going to see if I can pop some of these things up as we're going here. Okay. I see you, Brenda. Dr. Joe Harris, how are you? And they're all sending shout outs to everybody, to you all saying, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning to you all. Wonderful work. Wonderful work. My mommy's on as well. She said, good morning to you all. Good morning from Paula Shea Queen Farb. Yes. Outstanding achievement. All right. So what I'll do is I'll just pop all of your comments in through to, throughout today's broadcast and you'll see them flooding in. But as we go to the commercial break here, we're going to come back and we're going to hear from Mr. Lee Wright. Are you ready, Mr. Lee Wright over there? All right. OK. Right after this commercial break, everyone, we'll be right back and we'll hear from Lee Wright himself. It's not just another day. It's a brand new day full of all the fun, love, and laughter you and your family create. Silver Shield Security understands feeling at home means feeling safe and happy. No credit checks, no contracts. We offer payment arrangements, and we'll even give you a free door camera. Find out how we can brighten your day even more at silvershield-security.com. Silver Shield Security. All right, everyone, and we are back. We are back with the men from My Walk Past Hell, Volume 2. We're going to be putting up all of the contact information towards the end of today's show, so you'll know exactly how you can get a copy if you visit his Walk Past Hell, right? Is that correct, Dr. Yolanda Jerry? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Hiswalkpasthell.com is where everyone can go, correct? Yes. All right. So if you go to his walk past hell, you will be able to get a pre-order copy ready to go. Because once it comes in, 
they sell like hotcakes. So you you can wait all you want. I know I'm, I want to put my pre-order in. The minute it comes, I want my copy mailed. And I know mom, my mom's going to say, Kim, and don't forget to get my, my copy too. So I have to always get two so I can mail her one too. But I got you, mom. I got you. All right. So make sure you too get your copy at hiswalkpasthell.com. Go ahead and pre-order. And when did you say again the book will be released, Dr. Jerry? January of 2022. Woo-hoo! There it is, January 2022. Be on the lookout. Listen, motivation is the center. And I'm going to put you over here in the, you know, I think I'll just leave you guys. I'm going to leave you where you are because it'd be too much flipping around on this with this template. I got to stay put, you know. <laughs> motivation is the center at the heart of every mentor. Echoing that notion at its finest is a diversified professional, Mr. Lee. A. Wright. Mr. Lee A. Wright is a combat wounded. Oh man, I'm not going to say this right here because this is going to be a part of what you're going to talk about. This is some intense stuff that happened in his life. I have to skip through that in the intro so you'll hear about, about it directly from him. But along the way, music was brought under the umbrella with because of its soothing to his soul. Affectionately known as Doc, Mr. Wright is reputed for his innate ability to exhort multi-generational audiences so you can pull everybody together huh multi-generational audiences through his powerful relevant and relatable messages on true healing finance and empowering personal growth welcome mr lee wright how are you today i am doing well miss kim jacobs how are you doing i'm doing wonderful and i specifically didn't say a part of your of your story because I wanted you to talk to us today about being able to mentally survive an attack that you never saw coming. So if you can, in your own words, talk to us about that. Well, uh, first of all, uh, Kim, thank you for having me on your show. It's an honor to be on this platform and to uh, Dr. Jerry for bringing me in on this project. I'm truly uh, grateful and honored uh, to be a part and to be a partaker with these other great men. Um, my story uh, is uh, about an experience that I had uh, in Saudi Arabia. I spent 26 years active duty military and uh, Air Force to be exact. So I know we have some other services that are represented, but I was in the Air Force. And uh, June 25th, 1996 uh, was the exact day that a terrorist uh, decided to attack the compound where we were housed. Uh, and it was uh, a traumatic experience. Uh, there were hundreds of people that were injured. Uh, there were 19 total uh, airmen that lost their lives that evening. Uh, 12 of them were friends and co-workers of mine. So it, for me, it hit close to home. And, that is uh, unbelievable. And and you you survived. That's the thing. I mean, you and first of all, only God allowed you to survive because so there was true. no rhyme. And you can tell me, is there a rhyme or reason as to how you survived and somebody else didn't survive? But only the grace and mercy of God would allow you to still be here. Why do you think you were left here on this earth from your perspective? Uh, from my perspective, uh, I know we don't always understand the things that God allows to happen. Um, but everything that he does allow it's for a purpose. Um, even the ones that did not make it back. Um, you know, I could share stories about there was a purpose even in that and how people came to Christ 
because of their loved one passing away. And it's just God has a way of making everything just turn around. And so once I made it back from there and through a couple of other experiences that happened shortly after, I knew God had something for me to do. Wow. And so what advice, Lee, do you have for other people that may not be in the military? So, no, we're not all in the military that's watching today, but we are facing some insurmountable against all odds kind of situations. What advice would you give people that are in that situation? To the people um, that maybe find themselves in, in that type of situation, uh, this is something that uh, I learned. Um, and uh, first of all, I'm definitely a person of faith. Um, and I believe that all of us at some point go through some type of hell uh, in our lives. Uh, and I firmly believe that there, there is a hell that you go through that God ordains. Mm -hmm. And there's also a hell that you go through that God allows. And there's a difference between the two. Mm. You about to are you about to preach, Lee? Right? Uh, that, preach? That, that is under the umbrella <laughs> that I do. I'm trying to keep it on, mm. but uh, yes, but there is you know the things yeah. that God God ordains. You know He 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 does it because He knows that you can handle it. You know those are what I call my Job moments. You know, yes. Like, and he came and said, "Have you tried my servant Job?" God already knows that you can handle that. That's why I'm allowed, I'm, I'm going to have you go through this because you're going to help somebody else. And then, like I said, the ones that he allows, those are the ones that we put ourselves through. You know, yeah. and God says, well, you know, I've given you free will, so I'm going to let you do that. I've already told you not to do that, but I'm going to let you do it. You know, and so you have to go through that hell, too, but I'm going to bring you through it. That's that's really great words of encouragement. And now I know I see a lot of comments before I transition to this next question. I see a lot of people just thanking you. They're saying, Lee, Mr. Lee's tribe, you, Lee is a survivor, <laughs> is what Dr. Yolanda Jerry said. Frank Henderson said, uh, thank you for your service, Mr. Wright. And comedian C. Rashad Dorsey <laughs> said, God is amazing and God's uh, grace and mercy is uh, a man, a man. Justine Hillier said, condolences to all of your fellow troops members, service members that did pass away and transition home. And thank you for your service. You. And people said, yes, that's the truth, the information that you're sharing. Just lots of great words, words of encouragement here. Amen, Lee, Rita Green said, and go ahead, Lee. Go ahead, they said, go ahead and preach, Lee. That's right, what they probably it. said. <laughs> So now music is your go-to, right? So yeah. I want to know, talk to us about that whole, what made that become your, your thing and talk to us about it. Music, it, music has always been a go-to for me. It's been a part of my life since before I could walk. Uh, my father uh, was a DJ. Uh, my mother always sang. Uh, before I knew it, I had headphones on my head and a microphone in my hand. And music has always found a way in my life, and it, it's okay. it's comfort for me. It's almost like some okay, people have a, okay. a I was playing food. a little bit of black background music here while you were talking, <laughs> just like kind of feel the vibe, right? Yes, yes. You know, I have. You know, but let have me a ask you this. Yes, go ahead. You could actually, you can sing. I dabble. Huh? I dabble. You dabble. Okay. I dabble. Well. 
I'm gonna give you a chance to dabble for a second if you don't know. let him tell them stories, Kim. Don't let him tell them stories. Look, him okay, and I've okay. been best friends for 26 plus years. Don't let him tell them stories. All right. So now here's what's gonna happen, y'all. If y'all want to hear Mr. Lee Wright belt out a tune or two, just like a little something, 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 right? Then I want y'all to put sang Lee S-A-N-G Lee. Hashtag sang Lee. If you don't put hashtag sang Lee, I'm not gonna let him do it. I ain't gonna let him do it. I ain't gonna play no games with the man's life. If y'all don't want to hear it, there's no need to even you know play games with it. But I am going to put sang Lee over here too. I see some saying, uh oh, you might have to sing sang Lee because some hashtags coming in. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, you you got it. Get your get your vocals right. Take a sip of water. I don't know if you needed to be room temperature or what. You scratching your back of your neck. You need to be drinking some water. Uh, all right. You ready? Right. I, I I will do just a little bit of this song. Um, it is one that um, it moves me. Um, it, it keeps me uh, grounded. I'll say. Uh, and sometimes I just sing it to myself. Um, but it, just a little bit. It says. Though the storms keep on raging in my life And sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day Still that hope that lies within is reassured as I keep my eyes upon the distant shore, I know he'll lead yes. me safely to that blessed place he has prepared. Yes. But if the storms don't cease, and if the winds keep on blowing in my life, my soul, my soul has been, it's been anchored in, in the Lord. Yes, dun, dun, dun. Yes, your soul has been anchored. Soul has yes. Been anchored. Yes, our souls have been anchored in the Lord. Right after this commercial break, we're going to hear from none other than Marcus Williams. And Marcus, I am going to put you right up here in the middle so that you'll be able to be seen front and center there. And so right after this commercial break, we're going to get the opportunity to hear from Marcus Williams. All right. My father had four of his fingers amputated in a workplace accident. It was the first injured individual I represented. And I knew I had to win that case. When someone walks into my office and they've been injured, I know what they're going through. If you've been injured at work, work with Hunter and Average. We've got the experience to let us help you.
All right, everyone, we are back. But before we go to you, Mr. Marcus Williams, I got to go back to Mr. Lee Wright because we did find a little photo here. And, um, you know, Dr. Jerry, thank you so much for being creative and making sure we get what we need over here at the Kim Jacobs Show. I see something that I want to put up about Mr. Lee and these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your kids, Mr. Lee. Oh, wow. Yes, that's uh, two out of my two out of my three babies. Um, in the background there, that's my son Colton. He is five years old, full of energy. Uh, then that is my daughter Cadence. Uh, she is 10 years old and full of energy. And then I have an 18 year old who is in college. Uh, and she is just my joy. We were at Disney, Disney World for this trip uh, this past earlier this fall and uh, having a good time. Just enjoying ourselves. Awesome. Awesome. We don't have all of the photos of the whole crew, but I just wanted to make sure we put something up that represents you, especially since you did comply and sing that song. So thank you so much, Mr. Thank Lee. You. And thank we're going to go ahead and transition over to Mr. Marcus Williams. And today, again, everyone that's tuning in, we're talking with the authors of My Walk Past Hell, Volume 2. So Volume 2 is all about the men. Dr. Yolanda Jerry is the as the visionary behind this anthology and it's being released on Jan in January of 2022. So you need to pre-order by going to hiswalkpasshell.com, hiswalkpasshell.com to get your copy. All right. So Mr. Marcus Williams, let's learn a little bit about you. You are originally from the Chicago area and later you moved to the Mississippi Gulf Coast in the 1980s. You don't went back to the 80s. You ain't playing. That's back in the roller All the way back days. to the 80s. <laughs> you graduated from Pascagoula. Am I saying that right? Yes. All right. You ain't playing. Now, if you, if you put the whole high school name in this Pascagoula, you got to make sure you tell the presenters when they're introducing you, say it's Pascagoula High School in 1988. You enlisted and went into the Army straight out of high school. Wow. I honorably served for six years in the U.S. military, and you're a member of the Temple Lodge. Tennessee Valley Cons Consistory Lodge, number 160 in Huntsville, Alabama. And you are also a member of the Knights Templar in Birmingham, Alabama. You've worked for a lot of companies. We're going to talk about that some, so I won't go into it right now, but because I want to hear about your journey with that. But not only are you a man of God, but you also have been called to found co-found another very important organization that we're going to learn more about as well. And so when you're not working and mentoring, you're spending time with your lovely family as a husband, father, and friend. So I want to talk to you and welcome you to the Kim Jacobs Show. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing great, Ms. Jacobs. First of all, uh, it's not fair that you put me behind Lee and Lee went to singing. <laughs> I can't... Well, the thing is, even if you can't sing, guess what you can do? You can call some men to call I can't carry a note if I. <laughs> so, there, so Leah That's already so got funny. me with the singing. But, um, <laughs> That's funny, funny, funny. I wanted to Listen, say thank uh, you. Mark you know, Marcus, thank you I know that you went from being in the army to working in the shipyard. You worked in the shipyard. Amazing, right? That's a whole world in itself. People that never worked in the shipyard. I worked in the shipyard. That's a whole, I mean, that's a whole that's a island. Whole, you out on yeah. an island. That's that's a whole nother everything on its own. 
We'll talk about that off the show, but because uh, I worked in the shipyard and I was working in the pharmacy department, Marcus, right? right? But I was like, Mom, I'm bored. My mom worked in the shipyard. So I said, I'm bored doing this. All I'm doing is painting my nails and reading magazines. She said, so you want to go down in the yard? I said, I certainly do. No, you Day don't. one, Marcus, with no, the hard don't. hat, the steel toe boots, people going up in the cu cubicles. I'm like, wait, I ain't even up there yet. And they done climbed up in the cubicle going up. That was probably some trauma I could talk about, Doc. Oh my gosh. I actually accepted Jesus Christ, I promise. It was it was the when I was working in the shipyard and down in the shipyard in 1988, I accepted Jesus Christ when I was 18 years old working down in that yard. I didn't have a choice. I was like, I got to accept Jesus. I need some help, you know. <laughs> but anyway, going from the Army to the shipyard to project scheduler with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, share with us some of the valuable learnings that you've had working in all of these different areas. For me. Um, working in the shipyard was an experience because I had never done it before and I took a test to be a pipe fitter and somehow I aced the test and they was like okay let's go you can be a pipe fitter but what the shipyard taught me was it, it taught me how to understand who I am and, and it taught me to stand strong as a man be an individual because a lot of times in the shipyard, you meet the guys that's been there for a while. Everybody have the stories around lunchtime. Right. And that's far as those stories go. You know, they're telling you how we can't get ahead for this and we can't do that. And me being the person that I am, you know, raised by a single mom and my older sister, I was always taught to, you know, you can lead it, you know, be the lead. And I got put out there on that limb by myself. So the shipyard <laughs> taught me, okay, understand who you are, know when to fight, know when to step back and just kind of watch. So, and I actually, I got hurt at the shipyard. I, I tore my ACL on my right leg at the shipyard. And that kind of forced me into the, basically what I'm doing now. I went from being a pipe fitter into um, a project scheduler. And with that, Everything was good. And if you, once you get the book and in my chapter in the book, I, I kind of go over this about how I went from being a project scheduler to actually for, for Ingalls to now working for the Army Corps of Engineers. But so it's a whole, I mean, it's a whole different ball game working for the Army Corps of Engineers is a whole different skill set. So how do you encourage people that are going on their job finding journey with, even if they aren't in the military, how do you encourage them to find that fit that works best for them? Any thoughts? First thing I would tell anybody, understand who you are. Once you know who you are as an individual, and once you understand how you function, and then once you allow God to tell you, excuse me, once you allow God to tell you his purpose for you, then you'll know how to maneuver. Because a, a, a lot of a lot of jobs and a lot of opportunities will come to you. But if those aren't the opportunity that's really meant for you, right. you take a journey that's really not not for you to take. That's good. That's good advice. Because yeah, I, I I can do a lot of different things in life and, and but it doesn't mean that that's what I need to be doing, you know? 
So you can have a lot of different skill sets. Doesn't mean that that's your calling or that's what you're supposed to be doing in your journey called life, if that makes sense. So I, I love that. Just knowing who you are first and what you bring to the table. Now, you also have co-founded a very impressive organization, nonprofit organization. Talk to us about that. Marcus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Don't say a word. See Rashad Dorsey. Unmute yourself for one second and say something about what just happened. Because you're the comedian. So you got, I know that got to be a joke about what just happened. Is it me? Bruh, bro, I don't know what just happened. It was like this long pause. I'm just like, uh, are we on earth or are we out there? Are we going home. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's going on? Like, what just happened down? <laughs> you were like, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and Cassandra back there, she eating popcorn and stuff like backstage, like she at the theater. She was like eating something. She like, like we had a movie. <laughs> I, was like, he, I was like this. I was like, does he see me? Does he not? not what happened? <laughs> yeah, we kind of we kind of froze for a minute. Oh, you froze on the screen. That's yeah, on the screen. Right. Have a comedian. You cannot freeze on a panel when the comedian is right there on the show too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, Marcus. Did you hear the um, question? Calling me back was dealing with um actually William Scott is is one of the co-founders of, of Calling Men Back with me. Um my chapter in the book is is the foundation for calling men back. I had to understand who I am. Plus, I had to understand what God's vision for me was. And I couldn't get that being here at home. So I had to be able to go away for a while. And, and, and in my journey, going away for a while wasn't going to jail. I had to be separated in order to understand That's what God's calling for me was. And with that, um, me, myself, Scotty, and uh, another guy named Eric Ward, we, we found it, and Doug Dredden, we found it calling men back because our mission is to take young men and teach them to understand who they are in their community, their family, and in their neighborhood. Because once you know who you are, you know how to stand. And once you know how to stand, you know how to lead. And that's what CMP is all about. I am so excited about your organization, CMB, Calling Men Back. Now, I, I want to find out, too, from you, how do you encourage women to work alongside with men? Because you're the one that's calling these men back, but then you're part of an anthology with this very strong woman, Dr. Yolanda Jerry, and other women that are in that international best-selling Amazon book, My Walk Past Hell. How do you encourage women that are watching today to walk alongside men in a positive way. I encourage women to what what we what we do is this. Once your once the man in your life understand who he is and his role, it allows you to to stand just as tall as he does. It it allows you to stand beside him and walk with him. So we we encourage women to one be a beacon for who you are. Be yourself and allow allow us as men to take our rightful place. I'm not that old old school cat that's saying, you know, I'm the head and you follow. 
but if 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 you married in a relationship, your relationship becomes better when the man in your life understands and knows what his job and his role is. Good. That's and when good women people. and when women allow us to understand our role, her walking beside us is easy because see now we're not intimidated with a powerful woman because I know who I am now. That's right. You and for the you have shared and and, and for the for the record, I I have a woman that stand besides me. Actually, she makes me better. You know. Oh. She. Well, would yeah. this woman happen to be the woman? Touchdown. Ah, oh, don't start nothing, Dr. Yolanda Jerry. There you it is. From Jacob Show team, too, because Cassandra would have found it anyhow. But there you <laughs> go. We didn't have to because of Dr. Yolanda Jerry. Yes. yes. Um, you're looking at 22 years of laughter, silliness. Oh. That's my best friend. We have three beautiful daughters, uh, Angel, Veronica, and Brittany. And all three of our daughters are grown and out of the house and on their own. And it's, it's so funny that when they left. I'm telling you, he keeps freezing on this show right now. And you got a comedian on here. We it were is... like. What? <laughs> we're not laughing at your family. I promise. We can't. I know. To... It, it freeze up. And I'm like, here we go. Because what happens is it's on the person's internet, whatever your internet connection is, it just happens. Yeah. Don't worry. We know how to flow with it and we know how to make it a great experience regardless. While his internet is uh, almost done freezing, I'm going to take a quick commercial break because when well, we come back, we're going to go to I'm auditioning to work with Dorsey at one point. Huh? I'm auditioning to work with Dorsey in comedy at some point. <laughs> All you have to do is go live on this platform and just be like, Right, midstream, and he'll be—he got the rest. Don't worry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Listen, Marcus, we're so glad that you're here with us today. We're going to transition over to Alfred Wells, who is here joining us as well, and so glad to have you here, Alfred. Let me talk briefly about one of our sponsors for today's episode as well. And that's none other than Lamb Funeral Home. Lamb Funeral Home, especially with you all being in the military, I think you'll value and appreciate this. The owner of Lamb Funeral Home has over 28 years of experience and he's a veteran himself. And they have a funeral home with a truly caring atmosphere. The phone number is 704-782-3011. They're located in Concord, North Carolina, but they're certified in all 50 states. So if you're dealing with the loss of a loved one in any way, shape, or form, whether they're a veteran or not, make sure you reach out to them. Mr. Terry Lamb, again, has the experience as a veteran, and he knows all, when I say all of the ins and outs, if you're an adult dependent child of a veteran or you are a spouse of a veteran, you definitely want to give them a call. And obviously, with over 700 and some thousand people passing away due to COVID-related complications, this service is very needed. So let them know that the Kim Jacob Show sent you their way. All right. So we are going to talk with Mr. Alfred Wells. How are you today? Awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Backstage, I thought, I was like, he, are you the comedian? He was like, he looked at me like, do I, do I look like I'm trying to be a, a comedian? Uh, <laughs> he did smile, show his, his pearly whites, but he was like, no. I'm not the comedian. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. Okay, anyway, Alfred, Alfred Wells Jr. is an advocate and entrepreneur with a high propensity for helping others 
see their value. He backs a tenacious work ethic with a regard for higher learning, completing his bachelor's in information technology, not just completing his bachelor's, but he was Kuma Sumlade, Associates in Human Resources Management, Information Technology and Avionics. Am I saying that right? I'm saying a whole bunch of words that sound real it. big. You got it. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> Avionics yeah. Technology. And Al garnered Pacific Air Forces and Air Force District of Columbia's first sergeant, senior human resource manager of the year. I mean, this man is like no joke, okay? And I will let you know what percentage percentage he is in the leaders of military leaders, uh, but I'm going to let him say that, so I'm going to skip that if that's okay. But I would like to tell you that even those that have first faced adversity, he has still chosen to overcome and ultimately succeed. Welcome, Alfred, to the Kim Jacobs Show. How are you? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. What are some of like the setbacks that you experienced on your journey and what words of wisdom would you share with our viewers today? Because you've experienced some setbacks and I, mean, I skipped through them in your bio, but they sure. were pretty robust. So I want you to talk about them for a little bit. Sure, we'll do. Uh, first, thank you. Uh, and thank you, uh, Dr. Yolanda. You inspired me. I have it right here. Uh, thank you for bringing me on uh, to this project. I appreciate it. So um, I talk about some of my adversities, uh, some of my challenges, uh, but the book will highlight, um, go in depth, right? Uh, so as a only child um, to a single mother, right? Uh, oh, wow. my dad put some pretty heavy words on me before he committed suicide when I was 11. Um, and I carried that, and I carried that into my adulthood. And growing up, people telling you that you won't you won't be anything. You, you, you'll be like your father. Um, it, it weighs on you. But growing up, my mom's working. My mom went to work before I woke up to go to school. When I came home, someone talked about a latchkey kid. I was one of those latchkey kids. Um, my grandmother took care of me for school, after school, she was there. So when my mom wasn't around, I was around other people in the neighborhood and I was taught a certain thing. Um, and my book is about uh, when your silence is too loud, you choose a different song. Meaning, uh, yep, I kept everything inside. Everything that everything that I dealt with was in was inside. <clears throat> I didn't trust people. Um, and uh, my my thing is if we if you talk to me and we didn't grow up shooting marbles together. Uh, we don't have a we don't have a history. Uh, it's what do you want from me? Because everyone wants something from you, right? And I had enough on my shoulders as a kid growing up that I didn't want anything else. So then I joined the military. I I'm an active duty member now. I'm uh, I've served over 29 years. I retired yes. at 30 years. Well, that's going to be one of my questions to you. Now, you done came a real long way. I mean, obviously, you've trusted some people along your way and, and, and to the point where you were able to overcome and to achieve 29 years as a military leader, not just as a military leader. You are in the top what percent? Top one percent. Top one percent. Yes. Top one percent. Today, Al is in the top 1% of military leaders. That give me like the heebie-jeebies, almost like the Holy Ghost fell upon me. I'm not even exaggerating. That is a major accomplishment because life, I don't even know how to word it. 
when you when you when you witness somebody take their life that is that important in your life, sure. your life could have also ended. Sure. Your life could have ended at sure. 11 years old. But for whatever reason, God showed grace and mercy and kept you here on this earth to be able to now inspire other people. You're in the top 1%. You were summa cum laude. You're not just your average Joe kind of guy. You're like a, you excel at a different level. What advice do you give people that are looking to overcome some situations to excel in this thing called life? I tell you, um, we all, we all fail. We've all failed at something. We overcome, but the story is, um, how do we succeed? And how do you how do you share that with someone else? It's, it's not the failure; uh, it's the telling of the story to lift other individuals up, and that's what I try to do. Um, I, I I tell pieces of my story. I I've started to talk more. This is new for me. Uh, for years, I've kept this all inside. Um, so I, I started a company. I'm a CEO and founder of Lions Tell Apparel. Well, we talk about that. We talk about failure. What is it called again? A lion's tail apparel. A lion's tail apparel. Yep. Wow. A lion's tail. A lion tells a story, right? So it's the yeah. That's the T A L E. It's a spin on. It's the spin on the words, right? Um, and we all have battle scars. Um, and for my particular brand, my particular logo, um, there's a scar across the eye. Right? It tells you to see past your see past your battles. Um, focus on what's in front of you. Right? You're going to tear me down on this show like that. <laughs> There's a crown on your head to tell you uh, uh, it's tilted to the side to tell you always adjust your crown. Always be mindful that uh, that, that you you can be better and you do better. right? Um, and it's about uplifting other individuals and helping them through a situation. So uh, for my chapter, mental health. Mm -hmm. Mental health is huge and we don't talk about men's mental health uh, enough. <laughs> Right, no. uh, because we're taught no. to be silent. We're taught to be strong. We're taught to, hey, man up, whatever that man up word means. Uh, that's that's not real. Uh, so because of that, a lot of individuals keep that inside. Right? Mm. And they, you explode. You 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 explode internally. Well, I'm telling you that you have um, you've inspired us just by being on here today, and by letting us know that we can overcome some insurmountable odds. And one thing that I want to hear is what's your leadership style? Because for you to graduate summa cum laude, be in the top 1% in military, tell us your leadership style. What kind of leader are you? So uh, I, I've been in the hot seat quite a bit. Uh, I, 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 uh, <laughs> 29 years in the military, uh, you, you've been on the opposite side of some bad conversations. My leadership style is I've been through it, so I'm going to help you get through it on the other side. Um, I'm going to tell you my story to help you. I am a, I am a doer. I'm a sure. I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not going to do or I haven't done before. And if you need me to show you, I'll show you again. So lead by example. Leading by example. Wow. Well, so many comments have poured in clearly. Yes. Wow. Alfred, thanks for your heart and your inspiring story, sirs. Lots of comments are coming in. And so y'all make sure that you just review these comments and go to, it's all kind of platforms. We're on, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, we're on iHeartRadio. So it's lots of different platforms, YouTube, that you'll be able to just go back and see some of these comments. Amazing story. Exactly. Not real. Wow. Yes, mental health is real. 
and should be acknowledged and tended to. Thank you so much for sharing this. So just lots of comments. Thank you all so much for contributing your comments throughout today's broadcast. It just makes the viewers feel better. It makes me feel better to know that we have an active audience engagement. So thank you for your input. Because without you, the show wouldn't be what it is today. So we are going to now get the opportunity to hear from C. Rashad Dawson. And, um, yes, and just to- I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I'm really excited. It's been, y'all, it has been a little painstaking over here. Having to, I had to mute my mic because I'm over here laughing like I'm at that comedy jam because everything, we got to live life, y'all. We got to laugh. We got to love. We got to do all of this. So I'm excited to just be here today. Go ahead, Kim Jacobs. I'm excited. Dr. Long, Yolanda Jacobs, oh. amazing. I'm just excited to be here. Okay, I was going to. I was going to. <laughs> I was just gonna introduce you if you don't mind, sir. Can I can I get a uh, can I get a quick second? To <laughs> I'm do sorry. That? Yeah, you can go ahead. You're so funny. I I already know. Anyway, C. Rashad Dorsey Dorsey <laughs> is an actor, stand-up Christian comedian, jazz artist, fashion stylist, motivational speaker, hailing from Gulfport, Mississippi. In 2012, he created and launched Ambience. Am I saying Ambience? Ambience rebranded in 2020 as Team Ambience. LLC, an organization that is representative of music, fashion, comedy, and inspirational speaking. He's also a proud alumna, alumnus of Alcorn State University, where he studied psychology and social science. As a state stand-up comedian, he has, oh, I'll let him tell you where he's who he shared the stage with. So I'm not going to talk about that. But he has a passion also for music that spanned over 30 years. And this has not overshadowed his dynamic love for today's youth. So we're going to talk about that some as well. Welcome, C. Rashad Dorsey. How are you? I'm unstoppable. All is well. All is well. I'm excited about being here today. And uh, like I said, Dr. Yolanda, Jerry, and Kim Jacobs, you guys are amazing. This is an awesome platform that you guys has been created to be able to tell our stories. Like I said, it's real relevant. It's definitely relatable. So I'm, I'm prepared to to move forward, you know, through all the challenges that we've been through and a lot of us have faced in our lives. So I'm excited. Excellent. Excellent. Listen, I want to make sure that you all get the opportunity to learn as far as all of the different types of hats that you wear. You've uh, served in the army for nine years, being in a fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi. I'm a Delta Sigma Theta, by the way. Um, being a celebrity comedian, but you still find time to inspire the youth. So tell us about your role in the Harrison County Dropout Prevention Program. Uh, Sure. The uh, Harrison County Dropout Prevention Board was was actually a movement that was launched here in our community here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast to empower our youth and also to be able to help stabilize our our children and just really kind of just providing key points of focus to administration, you know, to warrant success in the lives of our youth and stuff, really in our community. So that's where we stand with that. It's an it was awesome program. Um, I think it was very, very, it has been very, very instrumental in a lot of our children moving forward with the challenges that they face within the residential environment, as well as, in, you know, in the community, you know, because one time, one, one thing we have to look at, when we go, when we, when children come to school, they, they have to, Two paths that they've either been that they've been down. They they have the issues that they deal with in, in the home, and they have the issues that they deal with on the way to school, which is going to be the neighborhood. Not everybody had the opportunity or made the opportunity to make positive decisions. So if you're on the right track, you had two tracks to choose from. So that's what that's one of the one of the, the focal points that I 
that I try to uh, look at when we're dealing with our young people, because we never know. The Bible decree and declares that it does not yet appear what we shall become. So just like all of us have gone on to do great things in life, uh, that child that we look at, that child that we look at and we look over sometimes, because sometimes I was the child people looked over and said, get off the keyboard. But now I'm a jazz musician and I'm playing in different markets all over the United States and God is blessing me in an array of areas. But what if I had gotten off the keyboard, gotten off the organ when they told me to get off and I never went back? So we have to watch the seeds and things that we sow and the the seeds of discord that we sow into our children because they are our future. Just like Whitney Houston said in the song and coming to America, of course, Eddie Murphy. You know, but at the end of the day, it's a true statement. We never know exactly who we're telling to get up. We never know what child we're telling to get out of the way. So we have to make sure that we're, you know, leading by example. I have, it's so crazy that he just said that a moment ago about leading by example, because I have, I have a tumbler, a coffee tumbler, and that's what it says. It's a stainless steel. I love it. One of my older leaderships, uh, you know, in the, in the spirit of uh, spiritual fathers, one of my spiritual fathers that gave that to me many years ago and it stuck with me leading by example. You don't know what, you don't know what child you may be giving up on because at one point, Obama was a child that went to go do whatever and did make decisions, but he went on to become the United States president. That's good, good. So see, you got some yeah. seriousness inside your bones over there too. Not Absolutely. Just jokes and all, you know? <laughs> no, those a lot of my jokes and stuff come from pain that I've been through. They've been birthed through uh, a lot of the pain that I've been through because I mean I had my share of issues and challenges growing up That's good. Uh, within the residential environment and, and, and in the academic environment as well. And, and like I said, some of the kids, some of the teachers and administrators, you know, you know, don't come over here because a lot of times your, your reputation and who you are as a child, and I'm going back to childhood on you guys because I think it's important because who we are now, it defines our, who we were then and who we were growing up and the experiences that we faced, they often define our, define our individuality and our individuality and everything and who we are now. And sometimes that comes from some of the things that people told you growing up, you know, that's no, I'm not a child that's just. I'm not, I'm not a child. I'm, I, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just active. And you ever thought about you don't have enough for me to do? <laughs> that might be something going on with whatever you got going on. Not over here. I yeah, agree. that might have something to do with your curriculum. That's nothing wrong That's with me. Funny. I was a very bright kid. So <laughs> I love that. I love that philosophy. Absolutely. Now, when you travel, when you travel as a motivational speaker, what are you like most passionate about speaking about? I would say empowering children to make sure that they make the right decisions uh, when it comes to uh, their peer range, because oftentimes okay. we, we say, you know, well, peer pressure isn't it? Peer pressure is real because when you're, when you're a child and you're placed in an environment, even with it, if it's family, sometimes you can have the opportunity to be in environments that can put you on another road that God did not intend for you to go down. No child volunteered to be molested. No child volunteered to be raped. No child volunteered to have a disorder or, or having a, a learning disability or a challenge or issue in that, in that regard. No child does that. But at the end of the day, sometimes we That's can be right. placed into, we can be placed into environments. And my, my, my message to children and, and youth is to make sure that you make the right decisions even when they don't seem like they're so favorable at the moment make the right decision because you don't want to do anything that's going to place you in your in in a permissive will instead of god's perfect will amen 
That's good. Hey, hey, yes, yes, sir. Amen. amen. But the way you amen. saying it, like when you say amen, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm joking, so I don't know what but you like. It, that guy, say amen. The way you said it is. <laughs> like, amen. Oh so we have that. That's my that's my my message to the children. Making sure that you you go out and you overcome what it is that that you have going on and persevere. You know, that's one of the things that's, that's good. one of the attributes that the fraternity Omega Sci-Fi taught me. Perseverance is, is, is very key uh, to children, not just in, in adults, because as they grow up from childhood to adolescence, there are things that they're going to have to push through. And if you don't push through, they're going to be things that you're going to have to be, you're going to, I'm not going to say you're going to be by the wayside, but there's going to be some things that you're not going to be able to come because you haven't seen it through. See it through. Wow. I love it. See it through. Absolutely. See it through. That's now, a you're a comedian, yeah. too. You're a comedian, so I we am. need to hear one joke. Just give us one joke before we get ready to close <laughs> off today. We need to hear one. <laughs> okay, well, we'll we'll say this. I'm dealing with a I'm breaking dealing. I just found out a matter of weeks ago. Some of you may have seen the post on, on social media just a few uh, uh weeks ago. I just found out that that my wife is, is pregnant. Uh and at 44 years old, yeah, I'm expecting yeah, because at the end of the day, that's another challenge that I've dealt with over the years because We've been dealing with a. I've been dealing with the bloodline of a, of a blended family, and I love them all. We love them. I have. Hey, I didn't know you was gonna. Doctor <laughs> Jerry came through. Oh, yes, you did that. You did a good job. That was good. Wow, you just caught me off guard with that one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I'm if she make you we... scream like that, that's a good. Yeah, wait, it is. Wait, 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 wait. You trying to get some brownie points? Because for somebody, to put, look at you. That's all you try to do, cause you put, yeah. put your wife up like that. You go scream like you got filled with the oh, Holy Ghost right that second. That's man. crazy. Right? Yeah. So I just that was fun. That was good. That was good. But I, I know she'll uh, be able to catch this this broadcast after a while. And it's gonna be great. But what I've noticed in the last couple of weeks, she's been she's been hungry and she has been hot. So it's three o'clock. Be careful morning, now. You... Be careful, see Rashad. <laughs> go hungry ahead. and hot. <laughs> Hungry and hot, so it's three o'clock in the morning. Are you hungry and hot? I'm asleep, so I just, I just give her a fan and a sandwich. That's funny. <laughs> so, so that that should you, you, that's a joke right there. So there you have it. <laughs> he done went to the wife on the joke. That's the joke going off because that she topic. thought I was playing. I said, babe. I said, babe. I said, babe. It's three o'clock in the morning. You went hungry like the ten o'clock news. Cause she waited like four or five hours to even tell me that she was even pregnant. I was just like, well, baby, you know, the news just went off and couldn't go to sleep. You wake me up at like two o'clock in the morning and say, hey, you sleep? I said, no, nah, obviously if I'm answering you, I ain't sleep. She was just like, oh, well, I, well, I hope you woke. I'm pregnant. I was like, babe, you didn't know they got the 10 o'clock news? Like we went to sleep at like 10 o'clock. Like you didn't know that you was pregnant at 10 o'clock? Like you've been pregnant all day. You know what I'm talking about? Like, babe, you've been pregnant all day. Because now you don't feel, now she don't, she don't, you know, she came on, her, on, the, on my side of the bed. Okay, this is what they said. Wait a minute, babe. Wait a minute. You, it says less than just, less than eight weeks gestation. So that means that if you got this Friday and you've been pregnant all day Saturday, you can see that when I was scrambling eggs in the kitchen Saturday? You can tell me that like, good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm pregnant, babe. You wait till like three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning when I've been sleeping like three, four, five hours. Like, hey, now you throw my Sunday off. You know I'm in ministry. 
You want me to get action? You know I'm in ministry. What the ministry got to do with you being praised? Your wife. Because I'm a praise and worship leader, so now I really worship God. I praise Him, like Lord, because you know you you didn't threw me off. You see what I'm saying? Like I love her, but babe, you should have told me that like before I went to sleep. I could be like, yeah, babe. You said the third. I'm just like you. You told me that like you was going to turn the light on. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you doing? Hey, babe, you pray. I'm pregnant. Like, turn the light on. I'm just like, babe, that's just not something you just don't do. So I love her. I appreciate it. I'm so glad that she is. Uh, I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to to be a parent. Uh, knows I've been through my share of, of issues and everything with the family. We've had a lot of things. But God has allowed us to come out and to come into such a season of overflow uh, and transformation because I'm watching so many things transform in her life. She's going through so much right now she started her own business she's got her own and it's becoming so successful and i'm just excited about what god is allowing in this season i'm just excited y'all you got me I'm over here sweating you got, like, i'm like lord have mercy but our time is up now but we have oh, enjoyed seeing rashad darcy over there and his beautiful wife and pregnant wife at 44 years old and i definitely want to make sure that i take a moment to Put up another picture that we found back here from Mr. Alfred Wells Alfred and Wells. the beautiful family that God <laughs> talk to us right quick for one second, Alfred, about this family. That was uh, we did a photo shoot uh, for my for my brand, and uh, that's my friends and my family there. Uh, great supporters. Uh, uh, we have Joy on the on the Chris Warner on the left, uh, Felix, uh, uh, good friend Felix on the also on the left next to her. My son Elijah in the middle, uh, Julius King uh, next to him, and then Atrina Cardona, uh, the legend. Uh, two bookends, legends on both sides right there. They were authors in my walk past hell and my inspiration for, for kind of doing this. Aw, okay, y'all. Y'all are, oh, phew. my mind is blown today. And I did, a, I think I did, well, I'm still over, but when you had as many people, Cassandra, what can I do? I don't, I, I mean, it's like, it's like, I, I got to get everybody a chance to speak. I'm so, I'm having a whole staff meeting because they're going to be talking to me about it in the staff meeting. But I just want to tell y'all, I am so grateful and honored that each of you came on the Kim Jacobs show today. I see all of your comments that flooded in, uh, Mr. With a oh, beautiful family, beautiful family. Congratulations. Congratulations to you, Rich, uh, C. Rashad and Shelly. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, also, all of the contact information for each of these individuals is here. So it's in the comment section for you. For Alfred Wells, you, you can have that information here, which is go to a lion's tail, T-A-L-E, apparel.com, a lion's tail, apparel.com. I have to say it because our podcast listeners on iHeart ready aren't seeing this, okay? So also go to a lion's tail apparel.com for Alfred. Make sure that you go to Dr. Yolanda Jerry. Make sure that you go to I am Yolanda Jerry.com and you'll find everything that you need to know regarding Dr. Jerry. And do, 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 do. let's see. I see a lot of comments. Marcus Williams is calling men back LLC.com calling men back llc.com did i let me see did i do, do oh also if you want to follow alfred on instagram is sky is s y r night s 
Y-R Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T 2011. Okay. And okay. Rash see Rashad Darcy. You can follow him on Facebook with Comedian Rashad. Comedian Rashad, R-I-C-H-A-U-D-E. And I did say his name wrong at the beginning and when we were backstage and he corrected me. It was so fun. Okay. Marcus, okay, calling men back. Did I did I say yours? No, not Mr. Lee. Right. Let me put Mr. Lee. I am Lee A Wright, R-I-G-H-T dot com. So that's the contact information for each of our panelists for today. We are so grateful that you tuned in. And many people keep saying if you're interested in the StreamYard training, if you're interested in learning how to go and work the StreamYard platform. I am offering through Midnight Tonight, the Cyber Monday special, and you can definitely sign up for it. You'll get 25% off. It's in the comment section. And gentlemen, I'll put it backstage in the private chat for you right at the end of uh, at the show when we talk backstage for a second. But if you're interested in that Cyber Monday deal and want to know how to work this program, you can do that and use that link. It'll take you there. You can and we'll work one-on-one -on -one and I'll walk you or your ministry, your church, if you're interested in, in taking that course and I'll walk you through that process. And the final thing that I will share is today is Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday in the globe, globally around the world. I am encouraging you all to support Gabe's Heart Foundation. And Gabe's Heart Foundation is in honor of my 12-year-old son. Many people see I wear this pin every day of my life. So I wear it all the time. And it's in honor of our son, Gabriel Jacobs, that had a heart defect. And that defect, he obviously transitioned home. But the thing that I want you all to know is that this is the way we keep his heart beating. We get to do doing it Gabe's way, random acts of kindness. And this morning, and I'm not going to, I'm going to try to end on the most positive note possible, but this morning, I know I'm going to, we're going to get a lot of donations, right? We're going to reach our goal. We'll reach the $10,000 goal. And with your help and contributions, we will. And through that, we'll be able to bless families, hopefully at least a minimum of 100 families during this season of holiday with the funds that we receive. But today, one of my children came and knocked on the door and he said, mom, I said, hey, come on, what's going on? He was like, I just want to let you know that I want to give this to, um, to help us reach our goal with Gabe's Heart Foundation. And so this kicked the morning off with my son, Frankie, walking into my room and, and giving, giving the $100 towards Gabe's Heart Foundation. And he didn't have to do that, but he did it anyway, because we also donate to Gabe's Heart Foundation. We support Gabe's Heart Foundation. This is not Kim's money or my, this is to keep our son's heart beating. And so the way that we get to do this through encouraging people through to understand more about sudden cardiac arrest, while I have you all on here, I'm encouraging you to get an ultrasound done of your children's heart. There's no sports physical in the world that can help detect the type of heart defect that our child had. And so if you don't have that ultrasound and Sean, She's on the board of directors. She said, always make sure people know that you just can't walk in and get a physical of uh, ultrasound of the heart. You have to have a reason that you're getting this ultrasound. Well, say that you have a friend, a close friend, and their, your family member was, you know, he, he, he passed away and explained the situation. Or tell them that, listen, my son's heart is racing a little bit. I want to get a check. Say what you need to say to get an ultrasound of your child's heart because no 
No sports physical will detect that. There's none that exists. You have to get the ultrasound so that they can see the chambers of the heart. And if you don't get it, guess what? The first sign is, but that's why so many families, the year that Gabe passed away, 10 other children had collapsed on the football field, basketball courts, different places. You know why? Because they, they had heart defects that were undetected. And then the defibrillators are not in every single school. So I don't need to become an advocate for everything, but I got to say this because if you don't understand that, that the defibrillators are not in every school at the, the way that they need to be. And it takes sometimes 10 to 12 minutes in our case for the ambulance to arrive. Guess what? That time is too precious. And that is the first sign that your child is going to experience sudden cardiac arrest and die. And it's a procedure that can be corrected just surgically. So there are people that are hearing the message that I'm sharing. And guess what? One young lady came to me and said that my daughter is now alive because you shared your story. And she was, we had a heart defect that we found out about because of what you said. And now guess what? They're able to have extended time together as a family. So I am asking you to support Gabe's Heart Foundation so that we can continue to spread awareness. All right, I'm going to get off because I know we're past the time, but I just wanted to, I didn't want to interrupt any of your speaking, but I definitely cannot end this show today without taking a moment to say that I'm encouraging you to support Gabe's Heart Foundation today and every day because we've served over a thousand families with um, in this six year period with doing it Gabe's way, random acts of kindness. And so- that's all I'll say. Thank you all so much for tuning in today on a more happy note. I should have let you say, if you want to say a final joke, see, see Rashad, anything to close out? No, you're like, no, no. All right. All right, Cassandra. I know we got to get off the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Dr. Jerry, do you want to have any last word as the, as the spearheader of this project? And then we're going to formally close. All I have to say is these men have shared their heart to give you a snippet of their story, but you got to get the book. So be on the lookout for His Walk Past Hell coming in January 2022. They're sharing their vulnerability and they're sharing their heart just like the women did in volume one. So support these men because these are the men that are setting the foundation for other men to come trailblaze the way for future men to share their voices. Yes, hiswalkpasthell.com. Get your copy pre-ordered today. Dr. Yolanda Jerry, you are a true visionary. Hashtag Dr. Jerry's tribe so that we can get that trending everywhere. I don't know what tribe you are part of in this world, but Dr. Jerry's tribe rocks. So thank you, Dr. Jerry. Thank you, each of you gentlemen. You are phenomenal in your own right, and I'm honored to know each of you. I'll talk to you backstage if you're backstage at the conclusion of our uh, close out. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. And thank you all so much for tuning in and bearing with me a little longer today. Talk to you tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Oh yeah. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock, this woman here is going to be coming on to talk about the miseducation of medical prosthesis units. She created some really phenomenal things to help people that are dealing with cancer and some other medical prosthesis some different kind of medical diagnosis that they have to be able to have some solutions for. So tune in tomorrow and you won't, you won't, you won't regret it. I can promise you that. So see you, see you tomorrow at 11 o'clock AM Eastern standard time right here on the Kim Jacobs show. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>
everyone. I'm Kim Jacobs, host of The Kim Jacobs Show, where we're bringing balance to the world one household at a time. Listen, we go live every weekday, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I bring guests on that talk about their backstories, things that they've had to overcome to become who they are today. Many of them are balancing and juggling life, and they've become experts in different fields. So they're sharing tips with you to make your life just a little bit easier. Many times as a guest in the studio audience, you'll get a chance to walk away with a missing piece of the puzzle that might be missing in your life. Let's go on this journey together, and I look forward to seeing you Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on The Kim Jacobs Show.